0: Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 my purpose girls. Ah, I'm so happy to be back with you. You may not have even realized it, but I've been on vacation for two glorious weeks. Oh, it was so good, sister. We went to the Jersey Shore, we rented a house from one of my clients for two weeks. And Shay had his first birthday. I can't believe it. I might need to do an episode on like the first year or mommy's stuff and all that. And he hated his cake. (laughs) He cried the whole time during his little party. And the beach was so amazing. He giggled every time the ocean waves would hit his little tushy. (laughs) And my parents came for a week and they're in their 70s. And so I just loved seeing him on my dad's lap. And my mom and I did Zumba together and we went for bike rides every day. We rented a Surrey one day. Oh my God, it was so fun. We went to farmer's markets. We went to different towns. It was so fun. We went to like this amazing, beautiful town called Stone Harbor. And I have this thing I do. I don't know, maybe you do it too. But anytime I'm anywhere that I love, that just is like yummy and feels so delicious, I am obsessed with the Realtor.com app. And I just look for like what houses I can buy and I do visualizing. So we're in this beautiful town and like the houses are like two and a half million dollars or four million dollars or whatever they were. And I'm just like, oh, I so, so cannot wait until I am independently wealthy and I can just like not even work and I can just live in this beach house. But then again, of course, I know myself and it doesn't matter how much money I make, I will be doing this because it's my purpose <laughs> and I love it and I feel so grateful that I get to do this with you and I get to inspire and I get to empower you and we get to be on this journey of changing the world together. And of course, that's what this is all about. Vacation was so yummy. I had so many ideas. Let's just say I have a program that's gonna be coming up in the fall of 2021 that is so good. I can't, I can't. can't. So you wanna make sure you're staying tuned for that. Like it is the thing I've been dying to do. I'm talking about totally unleashing the wild woman in you, totally feeling free and alive, Oh, getting so right with the sexy one inside of you. I just can't. Anyway, it's going to be so good. Stay tuned for that. And big news, while I was gone, all of my coaching sold out. So I no longer have space at the moment for coaching. So my one-on-one coaching is sold out I ended up needing to do two groups of my mastermind. I have a mastermind called Goddess on Fire that is all about starting or building your purpose-based business. And I sold that out without any promotion or marketing. Like I thought I'd be doing a few podcast episodes to tell you guys about it and you could join, but it's sold out just by people sending me messages saying, hey, do you do a mastermind? I want to be part of it. Or people who were in my Goddess on Purpose program wanting to go to the next level. So The only way at the moment to work with me at this moment, if you're listening in real time, which is July 2021, is to come on my retreats, okay? I unexpectedly have one spot open in Miami that is August 20th to 22nd, and it's going to be so divine. We are stepping into our goddess self. And what does that mean? It means the part of you that is your most confident self that can walk into your boss's office and ask for the money that you deserve, that can... Turn in your notice and start that Etsy store that can start that coaching business that you've been wanting to, that part of you that says, yes, I'm going to go travel the world. I'm going to take that year and do it. So it's stepping into that unapologetic, confident self to do that. What are we going to do? We're going to jump into the ocean in our clothes and maybe take our clothes off. We're going to dance under the moonlight. We're going to burn up, literally put into a fire, all the self-doubt and the stories and the fears that don't serve us. We're going to get so clear in our visioning about our lives. So you want to come to that. My other retreat I have right now, I have one spot open for Paris. Yes, my goddess getaway in Paris. It is five glorious days where we use the city as our backdrop for purpose and self-love. Like we do this glorious visioning and then we go up the Eiffel Tower and we scream our dreams into the Parisian air. I'm talking about a self-love tour of the Louvre where you find the goddess in you in each painting. I mean, glorious, gorgeous beautiful work for you to really fall in love with yourself and feel your most delicious, yummy, powerful self. And of course, eating tons of croissant and brie and popping champagne bottles and all that good stuff. I've got one spot open in each of these. Go to mygoddessgetaways.com. And if you want to coach with me now or in the future, get on the waiting list. Like that's the best way. So you just email my team, team at purposegirl.com and we can get you on the waiting list. And now I can get into the juicy thing, which is saying fuck it. There comes a point in every person's purpose journey that I have ever met when they just say, fuck it, I've got nothing to lose, and they go for it. Whether that's fuck it, I'm going on retreat with Karen, this woman I don't even know, I just listened to her podcast, but like I'm so pulled, I'm so called, I need to do this. Or fuck it, I've been talking about writing a book, I'm pulling out my computer, and I'm writing a word, a sentence, a page. Fuck it, I... I've been sitting with these paintings in my basement. It's my passion. I've been so scared to send out my artwork to shows, but fuck it. I'm going online and I'm doing it. Like I have nothing to lose. That is a moment that I have had in my purpose journey that I frankly have to have over and over and over again as I evolve and I grow and there's new things for me to talk about. And it's something I see in all my clients. And so today's episode of the Purpose Girl podcast is all about getting to the point when you can say that and why you must say that, why it is so critically important. The world needs you now, sister. The world needs you living your true purpose, needs you happy now. And we're going to talk about all that. But of course, first, I... Need to read the review of the week. This review is coming to us from Instagram. Sometimes I read you reviews that people have posted on Apple Podcasts. Sometimes I read you right from my Instagram or Facebook direct messaging. I respond to all of my own direct messages. So send me a message. I love hearing from you. And a huge shout out to all of you. I just wanna say thank you for listening. Whether this is your first time listening or you have been listening since day one for years, I am so grateful for you. I love you so much. You seriously keep me going. I just feel like the luckiest, luckiest woman on earth. And if you love the podcast and you want more, go to Facebook, join the Purpose Girls Facebook group. We're about 4,000 women strong. Every day we post a different prompt or a different idea or a different quote or something for you to really get clear on your happiest, most delicious, most purposeful life, what it is that you really want and to go for it. So our review of the week is coming to us, like I said, Instagram direct message. I asked her permission, if I can share it, from Daniela Paredes. And she says, congrats, queen, six exclamation points. She was actually responding to one of my posts about my business success and how things have grown around here. She said, the other day I was talking to my husband and I was telling him about how you and your podcast sparked it all. I was teaching and I was miserable. On my way to work, I would listen to you and the the Purpose Girl podcast, and my mind would start turning and thinking, trying to figure out my real purpose. One year after that, I found my purpose, started my online health and coaching business. In only one year of my business, I doubled my teaching income. Thank you for that spark and motivation to search for my true purpose in life. You're amazing. Ah! I love you so much. That makes me so happy. Congratulations to you, queen and to all of the people who you are supporting and living their healthiest life. She posted on Instagram then, said, if you're struggling to find your purpose in life, I definitely recommend listening into the Purpose Girl podcast. It was the spark and motivation I needed to not settle for an unfulfilling life. Yes, woman, do not settle. That is what we are all about around here. Saying yes to your heart and soul desire, saying yes to your heart and soul knowing, choosing, deciding, deciding. Whatever dreams, whatever purpose you have is meant for you. Deciding, choosing, knowing that your dreams, your desires are meant for you, right? So even if you're someone you're listening, you don't even know what your purpose is. Start where Daniela started, which is where she's not happy, right? (laughs) She was miserable teaching. And so it's like, okay, well, if that made me miserable, that shows me what I don't want. So what does that mean that I do want, right? Like, I don't know what was making her miserable. Maybe it was, I don't really love working with kids or I don't love these hours or I wanna help people, but not in this way. So you can start with what you don't want and always flip it to start figuring out what you do want. And of course, I have tons of episodes on how to figure out your true purpose in life. And you could join any of my programs and just soak up you know, all the free content or the paid content, whatever it might be for you to get clear. But once you are clear, What I see in so many of my clients, in the women who email me, the biggest thing stopping them from living their purpose is that they haven't just decided that they're going to go do it. Now, I resonate with this because from the time that I got clear on my purpose, right, Like there were two phases for me. Phase one was, I don't know what my purpose is. I was just like Daniela. I was unhappy in my job. You could go back and listen to episode one. Super unhappy in my corporate life. Felt like I was here for purpose. Wanted to make a difference in the world. Wanted to be doing something impactful. Frankly, wanted to be like Oprah, but I didn't know what that meant, right? Like, so what is that purpose? What is that dream? What am I meant for? So phase one was, what is my purpose? How do I even figure it out? And that was frustrating. And I had no mentors and didn't know what to do. And as I started to get clear, long, long, long process... (laughs) What I'm here for is to inspire and empower women. Then it was like, okay, but how do I do that? Right? That's so big. I don't know how to become Oprah. I don't know, right? There were no, there was no YouTube or podcast back then. Like, there, It seemed impossible. And even if I had seen that there was YouTube, even when I did start seeing, Gabby Bernstein was the first one I saw on different social media. The story in my mind was, well, I can't do that. Well, okay, she can do it, but that's because she's like cute and blonde or, okay, she can do it because she didn't have a mortgage or she can, I came up with all sorts of reasons. And really the inner dialogue went on to say she can do it because, and I can't, I can't because I have a mortgage. I can't because nobody will like me. I can't because I'll feel so stupid if people know I failed. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And I want you to notice just how those words feel in your body. Because I know as I'm saying, I can't, I can't, I can't, I feel my heart, like this chest, it's actually not my heart, it's like my chest, this place right going up to my throat, right below my clavicle bones. I feel it constrict. I can't, I can't, I can't. And so as long as I say I can't, then I'm not going to, right? And I had reasonable fears. In the United States, we have to pay for health insurance and my corporation paid the bulk. So how was I going to get health insurance? I had a mortgage. How am I going to pay for my house? So any of you out there, you have reasonable fears. You maybe are a parent and you have kids to pay for or you have a mortgage, whatever it might be. And the fear of failure, the fear of not being good enough, the fear of being rejected, all of that totally have been their sister. And it still comes up for me. Like, doesn't matter that this is where I am now, a few steps ahead of you still comes up for me, okay? All of that was just keeping me stuck. All of that just made me paralyzed to take any action, right? That's all that that mind chatter does. And if you go back and you listen to episode one, what happened for me was that I went on a bad blind date, left the guy at the bar, was giggling on the phone with my sister, walking a block home, and a man followed me home and into my condominium building and pulled a gun. And I screamed and thought my life was over. And it was in that moment, thinking I'm about to die, realizing I'm never going to pursue this purpose that I have, this dream, that I had let fear get in the way, that I made myself a promise that if I lived, I would pursue this no matter what. And just then the man took my purse and he ran. And that was my fuck it moment. That was my fuck it, what do I have to lose moment. Because what did I have to lose? I had almost lost my life. And so what was the point of living if I was going to live in this constant state of fear, if I was going to live in the constant state of paralysis because others might reject me or because others might judge me? I wasn't really living. Right? Living is listening to your heart and your soul, listening to that little voice inside that says, Oh, I want to be on the microphone too. Oh, I want to share my story. Oh, I want to write a book. Oh, I want to make jewelry. Oh, I want to take a year off and travel the world. Like that's really living. Now, I would never say any of that is quote unquote easy. And The thing that makes it really hard is our own voice that keeps us from doing it. Because you will find that once you have your fuck it, what do I have to lose moment, it actually becomes a lot easier. Listen, I will tell you that I had those fears for so long. Like seriously, there were eight years between when I had the knowing of what my purpose was until I had that fuck it moment. Because I was so afraid that people were going to judge me, laugh at me, reject me, all of it. And like that's like my worst fear is being rejected. It's like the little girl inside when I was in fifth grade, right? The little girls decided that they didn't like me anymore and told rumors about me in school. Like all of that came up. And I have had the experience. So I'm on the other side of it now. And I will tell you that the first time I had an internet hater, they were mean. Okay, it was someone who went onto my YouTube channel, and I don't post hardly anything on YouTube. All all of the podcast episodes go there, and someone went onto the YouTube channel and responded to like five, maybe six of the posts, which were just podcast episodes, telling me I'm verbose. I love to hear myself talk. I'm a blowhard. Whatever. Like they, you, they were so mean. It was so mean, <laughs> and I cried. I mean. I felt so small. I cried. I felt stupid. I was ashamed. Uh, I, I, like, didn't want to get out of bed. I was hyperventilating. You know, and people would say to me, like, why do you care? Why do you care? You know, you don't even know this person. It could be a bot for all you know. It's like, I care because I'm human, right? Because I have a human heart. Because... (laughs) Because I'm like, I'm, a, I'm 12 and I care that the little girls don't like me anymore, right? Like, and I care that other people were maybe going to see it and people who thought that they liked me like, oh, well, maybe that person's right. Like that this person was going to influence them. Like I cared. But ultimately, I can tell you this now, I don't ever think about it, right? Like ultimately it was, it turned out to not be a big deal. Because I have tools, right? And the tools were to, like, be in touch with what is the part of me that's being hurt right now, loving on the little girl inside of me, lots of hugs, leaning in to my support system. That's why I have soul sisters, leaning in, getting that love leaning into Josh, to others, right? Like using my mindset, what else is true, going through all the, I keep an email in my email folder called nice email. So anytime any of you send me a nice email, I could read all of that and like remind myself that lots of people love me. So it's like, and what is true is that I survived. You will survive if you have people who judge you and they're mean to you. It is okay. You'll make it, right? So like, And that wasn't the first time. When I put out my first book, Wonderful You, I had people post on Amazon bad reviews because there are swear words in it. Now, the swear words have like asterisks and symbols and signs, but like they had comments about that. And that hurt. It hurt. And then I got defensive, like, well, fuck you. You know, of course, proving their point, like all of it. And now I don't even think about it. And it's okay, And I survived. And I still need to put my purpose in the world because somebody just told me recently that they send that book to everyone as a gift. That's their gift to friends. That's their gift for holidays. That's their gift for birthdays. Like, so they love it. So it's all true and it's all okay. And you're gonna be okay too. One of my clients got clear on her purpose a couple of years ago and she has taken all these different programs to try to get it off the ground and she's talked about it and talked about it and not taken action. And then she found me and hired me as her coach maybe a month ago. We started with her in this fear place. All the fears of why she can't move forward. All the fears, what will her children say if they know that she is here to awaken sexuality? What will people say? All these different fears. And listen, those fears are valid. Any of us as women, we have valid fears around this because the world has shunned us around loving our bodies, around sexuality shunned us for having dreams. Don't forget, it wasn't that long ago, only men could make money, women could not. We have generations before us of women who were told that they weren't allowed to go to medical school, law school, they weren't allowed to have their own business, whatever it might be. So this is in our bones, it's in our blood. And any of you out there who are healers, which I really believe is every woman, every woman is a priestess on earth to heal the world and restore it back to love, Our ancestors were burnt at the stake for that, right? So the medicine women, the oracles, the coaches, they didn't use that word hundreds of years ago, but burned at the stake. We have seen over and over and over again that women were put into the fire, literally, for their purpose, for their truth. So I totally get this and live it myself, sister, right there with you. So in the first couple of coaching sessions, we were getting clear on her vision. We were bringing out what's been stopping her, these fears, all of this. And we were crying together. We were laughing together. We were finding that most confident truth and voice, that deepest part of her that knows who she is, knows why she is here, knows that every moment of her life has been for purpose, that each and every one of her experiences gives her the wisdom and the genius to share with the world and to help other people through similar situations. She had been stuck when we met. And then we had a couple of coaching sessions. And then in the last week, holy smokes, this woman sold her first coaching package. Ah, celebrating you, sister. So her first paid client. She got asked to be a collaborator with someone who has an amazing audience for her, totally her people, totally people who need her. She got asked to do a workshop on a retreat, which she is now out doing. She's like, On fire. I'm so proud of her because the world needs her wisdom. Like, I need her wisdom. I said, as soon as you create that class, like I'm in. I will pay you money, right? Like, she's so needed and so wise and so good. So I said to her, like, what's the shift? She said, I just realized I have to say fuck it. What do I have to lose? (laughs) Exactly. She had her fuck it moment. She said, Okay, so what if my kids? She said, okay, so if my kids are weirded out by what I do. They're adults. They can handle it. And even when they were kids, that would have opened up a good conversation with them, right? Like that's healthy. She said, so people judge me. All right, I can live with that, right? This is a woman who has lived through so much more. Every woman I know has been through abuse or divorce or something. Like she's lived through more. So if she gets judged or she gets rejected, like she can handle it. And she just said, fuck it. And she said, I'm having such a good time now. She's loving it. She is having so much fun. She has so many ideas. Things are flowing. Now, that doesn't mean that she will never have the fear again or never have the doubt. She probably will. Like, maybe she's like a super sure woman and never will again. But maybe she will. Maybe she won't. I know I still do. And when we just decide, when we say, I choose, when we say, fuck it, what's the worst that's going to happen? we show up. And when we show up, things start to happen. So this is super important. Okay. So in positive psychology, the scientific study of human flourishing and happiness, which is what I have my master's degree in and what I incorporate and teach with the divine feminine, we have a tool called worst case, best case, most likely. And you use this tool whenever you're worried about something. So you say worst case, what's all the worst case? And then what's worse than the worst case, right? So like, let's just say for her, she puts herself out there She shares her genius around sex, around sensuality, all of it, and worst case, people judge her, people unfollow her, her kids have issue and need to talk about it. Worst case, worst case, worst case. Like, worst case, she can end up, like, in a cardboard box under a bridge? Probably not, because she has a loving husband who supports her, because she has the ability to make money, as we've seen, because she just signed her first coaching client. So we go there, Right. Your brain already goes to worst case, so you may as well go as worst, worst, worst. I'm talking about under a bridge, worst, okay? And then what you do is you balance it out. Now, what's the best? Let's say I put myself out. I tell people I'm starting this Etsy store. I tell people I'm writing this book. I get my poetry out to magazines. Whatever your thing is, doesn't matter. It works for everybody. Whatever your thing is, you say, what's the best that could happen? No, for many people, their mind then goes blank. Well, I don't know. I guess it just works out. Or they give something like, oh, well, then I'll be happy. Okay, so the worst case, what normally happens is worst case, we go to the bottom of the barrel living under a bridge. Nobody likes us. We're dying, right? That's the worst case. Our brain has something called negativity bias, which means that it goes more negative than positive. So we go all the way to the negative. This is the worst of the worst. But when it comes to the best, like I see this in so many clients, they their brain is not allowing themselves to go as big as the best. Well, you've got to balance it out. If you're going to go all the way to being under a bridge, you got to go all the way to like then I'm then Oprah notices me, then I sell out a million dollar book deal, then I sell out stadiums around the world empowering people, then I have my yacht, whatever your thing is, right? Then I donate a million dollars to charity. Like whatever your thing is, you got to go all the way to the best of the best. You got to have it equally worst, equally best. And just notice how it is available to all of us to go best of the best of the best, just as available as it is to go worst of the worst of the worst. We don't practice the best as often or ever, but it is available to you. And probably all you need to do is practice it. And then the tool says, and what's the most likely? All right. So like, is the most likely that you're going to send a poem to a magazine and then Oprah is going to call? There's a lot of steps in between that. Is that most likely to happen? You might put a percentage around it. That's like 1% going to happen, right? But most likely what's going to happen is you will submit your poetry and no matter what happens, you won't die. You'll submit your poetry and you'll feel proud of yourself and you can say, I did it. I finally did it. You'll submit your poetry. Maybe you'll get rejected, but then you'll send out more. Or you'll say, I'm going to self-publish. Or you'll find someone to collaborate with. Most likely is somewhere in the middle. And where I want you to be is, fuck it. I'm going for the best of the best. And the worst that happens is the most likely. Let me repeat that again. Where I want you to be is that you say, fuck it, I'm going for the best of the best of the best, and the worst that's going to happen is the most likely. That's where I want you to be. Now, one of the tools I often use is I'll go to worst of the worst, and I'll say, and can I live with that? Oh, so powerful. And can I live with that? All right, so, okay, so I mentioned at the beginning that I'm going to be launching this new program that is... totally different than anything I've ever done. It is sexy. It is wild. It is freeing. It is, it's going to be unbelievable. And it is scary. And so it's like, well, what's the worst that's going to happen? No one's going to sign up. All of you will stop listening to my podcast. (laughs) No one's going to want to be in my Facebook group anymore. Like all of it. I lose everything. All right. If I lose everything, can I live with that? I have a child now. I need to pay for his food and college. We have a mortgage to pay for. But can I live with it if I lose all of Purpose Girl? The answer is yes. Because what will I do? Well, I'll get a job. Even if I get a job in retail or at Starbucks or whatever it might be, I'll get a job. I'm not going to let my child go starving. And so can I handle the worst? Yeah. Or the worst is I'm totally embarrassed. Can I handle being embarrassed? Yeah. I don't like it. Like, I really don't like it. (laughs) Okay? Like, it makes me so anxious. And the little girl inside is having a temper tantrum just sitting here thinking about it. But can I live with it? Yeah. Let me tell you what my client that I mentioned to you can't live with and what I can't live with. And another one of my clients who just signed up to join my mastermind, got us on fire, said she can't live with. What we can't live with, we can't live with not pursuing our purpose. In other words, we must pursue the dream. We must pursue the purpose. Because we have deep, deep, deep knowing that it is meant to be. Deep, deep, deep knowing Because we have deep, deep, deep knowing that this is who we are and why we came here. So I was talking to this Goddess on Fire client yesterday. And she was telling me all the fears, all the things that she's afraid of. She also is going into sexuality. Interesting. Thank you, universe, that I'm attracting all these different sexuality goddesses to me. And I said to her, in five years, if you don't go for it, right, let's just say you don't go for it at all. You stay exactly where you are. Then what? And she immediately said, oh, well, I'd be miserable. I'd be so unhappy. And she said, because it's not about me. My purpose is bigger than me. It's not about me. This is information. These are tools that I know I have to share with the world. I know people need boom. And sisters, this is why I love purpose. You don't actually have to get motivated to live your purpose. I know it might seem like that sometimes. But when you are deeply connected, I'm talking about in your womb connected, the way that a pregnant woman is connected with her child, literally connected in body, literally connected in spirit, feeding the baby, the baby feeding her, that kind of connection, when you are connected that deeply with your purpose, with your truth, it's going to happen. The thing is you have to decide it is done and then you have to say, fuck it, what do I have to lose? Because what gets it done isn't your Facebook advertising strategy. What gets it done isn't whether you have a book agent, what gets it done isn't whether you have 100,000 followers on Instagram or whatever the things are. What has made me successful to the point where I am right now, just a few steps ahead of you in living your purpose, is when I was robbed at gunpoint, I made it non-negotiable. I just decided So I believe that the entirety of positive psychology, the scientific study of happiness and human flourishing comes down to two words. And those two words are, I choose. And you probably hear me talk about this over and over and over again on my website. I even have a gorgeous gold necklace that I wear almost every day that says, I choose, because that is what it all comes down to. There's so much in this world that wants to take you off track, that tells you who do you think you are to start a podcast, or your writing's no good, or artists don't make money, or there's already too many coaches and counselors. There's already too many therapists, and the world doesn't need another YouTuber, blah, 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 whatever it is. But we know from the research that your happiness is not based on your genetics, and it's not based on your life circumstance. Those play a part in the range that is available to you. Those play a part. But we all know people. I have a friend of mine who grew up with parents who were severely depressed. And she grew up in that environment, but with her own soul and spirit that came into this world and then decided, I'm going to learn all the tools that I can. She actually took the positive psychology class that I teach through the Flourishing Center. She said, I'm going to learn all the tools to not go down that road, to work with the genes that I have. And she teaches this work beautifully in the world now. That's her spirit, her soul, her soul's journey, and then the actions that she took to live her life and be her happiest self. We all know people who've been through horrible circumstances, perhaps sexual abuse as a child or divorce or loss of a child, many horrible things. And our vibrant, happy, living on purpose, going for the dream, amazing, successful people. So if your happiness was based on your life circumstances, none of those people would be doing well. None of those people would be thriving. But we know from the research that that only impacts the differences of happiness between people by about 10%. So that's not the main factor. Because You can grow from trauma you can choose otherwise you can use it as your springboard to bounce back to do something different i think about amy purdy losing her legs to meningitis when she was a teenager i think she was 19 or 20 years old and recently she was on dancing with the Stars. she's gone on to win several medals in paralympics like this woman is on fire she's incredible her ted talk will blow you away and so if it was your life circumstances We wouldn't have examples like her. She's in this beautiful marriage. She lives a beautiful life, even though she still has to go through surgeries. I think about my grandparents who were Holocaust survivors. No one would blame them if they were depressed and alcoholics and anything else for the rest of their lives. But they were so happy. They chose to live on purpose. My grandparents never would have used the word fuck it, but they basically said, fuck it. They had nothing to lose than to go for their dreams fully. My grandfather was kicked out of medical school in Austria because he was Jewish after Hitler came and invaded Austria. And then when he got to the United States, no medical school would take him. And even though, again, I don't think my grandfather would ever use the word fuck it, it's basically what he said. Fuck it, I'm going to figure out a way. And he went on to run mental health services in the state of Michigan. Like, he was brilliant. He was on purpose fuck it, what do I have to lose? <laughs> Grandpa, I love you. I know you would never use that word, but I know that that's basically what you were doing. So what's made me successful is saying, fuck it, what do I have to lose? With making a decision. And then using those two powerful words, I choose. Even still now, my brain goes into crazy land about who do I think I am to have the next program, which is I want 100 women live in a room. And then I want 300 women live in a room. And then I want 500 women live in a room. Like, That's crazy. Who do I think I am? My brain will take me off track. Again and again and again, I need to come back and say, I choose. And the way that we decide and the way that we say the words, I choose, is to tap into the deepest knowing, just like the clients that I have talked to you about today, the deepest knowing of who you are and why your soul came here at this time, of your purpose, Purpose in itself is the motivator because it is going beyond yourself. It is making an impact. It's being bigger. Does it mean it's all going to happen right away? No. Does it mean it takes time? Yes. Does it mean that it's going to be easy every step of the way? No. But it can be. It can be fun. You can choose how you see it. You can choose how you look at it. You can choose to come back to it over and over again. And when you do, it is so empowering. What we know from neuroscience is that when you have a thought, that thought leads you to a feeling. And the feeling leads you to behavior or action. So when you have the thought, I can't do that, I can't do that. Oh, nobody's going to like it. Oh, they're going to reject me. That feels like shit. My heart just sank. (laughs) And when you feel that shitty then you're not going to take any action towards your purpose. But when you have the thought, I'm meant for this. It's bigger than me. I choose it. I can do it. Fuck it. I've got nothing to lose. That feels so empowering. It feels so exciting. Yeah, there's also nervous excitement with it, but it's exciting. You feel proud. You feel motivated. You feel on fire. And then what action do you take from that place? You take all the action that you can think of. And that's how it works. And that's why saying, fuck it, what do I have to lose is so important. Because really, what do you have to lose? And listen, if some of the things that you're fearing happen, like people making fun of you or you being rejected or even the cardboard box, can you say, and I'll figure it out. So your task for today, your task for this week is to say, fuck it, what do I have to lose? And so I ask you, sister, what is that thing? What is that thing that you're going to say fuck it to? And you're just going to go for it one step. I want you to send me a message on Instagram or Facebook at Karen Rockkind. And just tell me what's that thing that you're just going to take one step for. And you're going to feel really proud of yourself because you didn't let that worst case get to you because you went for best case and you knew that you would handle it no matter what. And you knew you stepped into the deeper, 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 deepest knowing. And I'm talking about take a deep breath right now knowing. <sighs> place your hand on your heart and one hand on your womb because that is the place where all purpose is born. It's your purpose baby. Go deep into your heart and really ask yourself, what am I here for? What is my deepest knowing? about purpose, about me, about truth. What else is true? What is true? That deep knowing that you are here for purpose, whether you know it, whether you know that purpose or not, you are here for purpose and that it's bigger than you and the world needs you now, sister. With that, my love, Say fuck it and go for it. That's how we're changing the world. One woman at a time. With that, my love, I hope you loved this episode. Head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Leave your five-star review. Totally helps me get amazing guests. Helps me get sponsors. Helps me keep the thing going. And share this podcast with all your friends, all the women who need to hear it. With that, my love, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself. And may you love life. Bye for now.